Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Hello. <laughs> well, that was a poor substitute. But good evening. In, in memoriam. He's not dead. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> he is to me. Oh. Um, yes, as you've probably noticed, we are one down. It's like old times. It is. Back in the good days. <laughs> Back in the good old days. What's wrong with him? He's got COVID. He has, not Which he? I didn't think was a real thing anymore, to be honest. Well, no, he did a COVID test and he was quite, quite, yeah, quite keen to say he couldn't come into work, wasn't he? Because... Very. Yeah. Very. So, he's, so he's now just been in bed for the last two days watching telly and eating chocolate and things like that, hasn't he? <laughs> He did that anyway. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be ringing Bobby with uh, this week's stats as as like old times, aren't we? Yes. So he's still on. They're so- not Phil Rogers and yeah. Co. <laughs> yeah. We'll be ringing him. Don't switch off if you're only here for the stats. Don't switch off. Do not turn the off button off. He's still happening. <laughs> we don't get rid of him that easy, do we? No, not at all. Okay. Anything else? Well, apart from that, uh, yes, I. How did you? How did our um, masters picks that we tipped last week get on? Or do we not? Do we not even talk? Well, about you it? convinced me to put Corey Connors on. Yeah, he was doing all right after the first round. Yeah, he got cut, didn't he? Yeah, right. Like Millhouse, you're cut. Yeah. <laughs> so not well. But my, my other one, I had Will Zalatoris, who I said I fancied about. I think I got at the end. He was about forty to one, except he withdrew before he even. Playing a hole with a back problem. Well, at least so. you got a non-runner out of it, didn't well, you? I got my money back. It's more than I got for Corey Connors. That's true. But I was all right because I got. What oh, we yeah. Well, what I lost on the Masters, I got back on the Irish Grand National. I am Maximus. Right. So well done. Yeah, both mine pulled up in that. And it's the National this week. I'm just going to stop listening to you because you were going on about, oh, there's always big winners in the Irish National. So I put like a 14, 16 to 1 on. And they were bloody hopeless. <laughs> I did actually say that, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. It was an 150 to 1 winner a couple of years ago. It was. It was. Um, but um, have you any thoughts about the national? Because that seems we're in tipping mode before we start. Do you know what? I haven't looked. Okay, well, I fancy Mr. Incredible at 14 to 1. Delta Work at 10 to 1. That's and getting on a bit, isn't it? Delta. How old is that? Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, and then there was another one that was an outsider that I couldn't, uh, uh, can't think. And I'm trying to look at it now and I can't think what it was, but I will find it. What's Delta? Isn't? 10 to 1. That's not bad. Oh, sorry, I'm Mr. Incredible at 14. You heard it here first, just like the Masters winners. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how did we go on at tipping these last week? There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Not good, Andy. (laughs) Not good. I think I had a rubbish week. We're never going to be professional gamblers, are we? I'd love to be. I know. There's there's a guy that comes into work that's a professional gambler, isn't there? Yeah, but he does like roulette and stuff online. Does he? Yeah, he doesn't do like you know, like sports oh. tipping. He does oh. a lot of like casino stuff. Like, oh, I'm not into. That. I don't. He can't even be bothered going to the casino. Does it online? Just does it online? Which to me, just yeah, just just a bit of a bum. Yeah, 
He's got a bit of money. He ain't got a job then, has he? Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, well. Where do you want to start? Uh, we'll start on the Thursday, shall we? Right. Because it was rivals round, as we know. Yes. And we'll start with this, and we'll then look at uh, uh, what um, where it leaves each team, I suppose, won't we? Yeah. Thursday wasn't... Um, Castleford-Wakefield. A classic, was it? No. Um, I mean... <sighs> I mean, Wakefield only managed to score four points, which is about the norm, I think, at the minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think they were down, I think it was 12 nil at half-time, I think it was. Yeah. And they came out for the next 20 minutes and were well on top. They got it back to 12-4 and they were really on top and looked um, looked really confident, looked really good. They, they, they made some poor errors with the ball in that time. Mm-hmm. But looked as though they might have, if they got it to twelve eight or twelve ten, it would have been really interesting. Yeah. And there was one incident in the second half that I want to pick up on, which was where uh, Greg Eden um, knocked on from a play the ball. Okay. And referee gave a penalty to say that there was interference at the play the ball. Right. And it wasn't. Mm. He knocked on. Mm. And. And that was about on Castleford Zone 20, something like that, 30, 20. And then they went down and scored, Eden scored, and that that made it 16-4. But at that point, there was about 15 minutes to go, and that really could, that was an absolute, it was a game changer, because they were still eight points down. But it puts them back in it. Absolutely, if they could have scored from that, because they were well on top, and then he knocked on, and he gave it. And interestingly, Sky didn't even show a replay of it. There was a few decisions across the weekend, really, for me, uh, which obviously we'll get on to, but I mean, we're not really into refereeing bashing and things like that, but this, the standard just doesn't seem... And all the games were on Sky, weren't they? Yes, all of them, which is another point. Why can't we do that every week? I Thursday, sh- Friday, um, two on a Saturday, two on a Sunday. There was two on... Oh, oh sorry. sorry, you mean in general? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why I can't do that. Especially with Channel 4 as well. There's yeah. two broadcasters. Yeah. Yeah. You could even do two on a Friday if Catalans are at home because you could do all their games like at, say, 6 o'clock kickoff before the main one, like 8 o'clock, let's say. Mm. Main one, you know what I mean. The the, the normal broadcast. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or so, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, no, I agree. I don't, I've been saying it for years, haven't we, but... Mm. With you know, with the, with this game, uh, Castleford and, and Wakefield. Now, where can you see Wakefield winning a game this season? Well, um, you might have to wait till the end of the pod of the prediction league for that. <laughs> okay. So, and the way they played, <sighs> can they do it for eighty minutes? And can they do it for eighty minutes more than once? Because they're mm. getting left behind now, aren't they? It feels like that game on Thursday has sent them down already. Yeah. Because they're now four points adrift. And that, that was a big one to lose to Cass. Yeah. And the other one is when they play Hull FC in the, in the minute. Yeah, at the minute, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are combined, I think, three of the poorest sides that I've seen in Super League mm. as a three. I mean, we've we've... In previous season, let, let, let's not dress this up, right? 
in previous seasons, there's been sometimes at time there's been a woeful team at the bottom of the league mm. that have absolutely got no chance of getting out of it. Yeah. I'm thinking like when London Broncos were in a couple of seasons, that was that was dreadful. They nearly had a chance. Though, yeah, one that season. The, that other, one season. Yeah, other times, mm. there's been. A, I remember, um, I think Halifax years ago when they were in it, they got two points. I think that was. I think that's the lowest total's ever been. Yeah, I think Halifax early on got two points. Um, Huddersfield have been dreadful at, at, at times when they've been at the bottom. Salford but, have had a few as well. Salford, have, yeah, Salford have had a few. But usually, there's one team that's a dream. Here, there's three that are woeful. Yeah. And two of them play. And that's why this game's difficult to to assess in a way, because it's a derby that puts diff- that, that puts the form book out of the window. Mm. But does it what is it? I can't make in mind what it tells us about Castleford, to be honest. No, no, same here, really. But I do think out of them three that Castleford are the ones who seem most likely to get their act together and pick up a few more points mm. at the minute. Okay, well, let's move on to the next one then that we talked about um, in uh, the uh, the Humberside Derby, mm. the Hull Derby, Hull FC nil, Hull Kingston Rovers forty, just an absolute. Round him on it. I want you to contrast the emotions at the minute of two lots of fans on that day. I mean, it's it is. Is it better to win a derby forty nil away or at home? Away. Oh, without question. Unbel- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent away. Although there was unsavoury incidents, weren't there? Did you see the stuff with the, yeah, the with throwing the bottles? Throwing, yeah, it's just there's no need mindless, in it. Mm. Throw it absolutely. They, they, they could kill somebody. There seems to be um, a few more incidents creeping in, don't they? Across across the league with people, and it, it's mainly young lads in it, eighteen, nineteen, who think the football hooligans. Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, we, when we get on to the next game, we'll come to that as well. Mm. But yeah, um, but that, that's just mindless. Yeah. But anyway, contrasting the, the, the two emotions of the fans there. I mean, that is chalk and cheese, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's... I mean, I, I I don't think... It's hard to say what either team, what either set of fans will be feeling, and it's hard to describe, but the, from a Hull FC point of view, that's the lowest of the low, in it? You would think so, wouldn't you? I mean, I expected Hull KR to win. Yeah. But not by that. No. No. You can't get up for the derby. Um, did you see the funny picture from the referee? It was Jack Smith, wasn't it? Mm. Did you see um, somebody posted a picture in online? Because the referee, if you notice on the shirts now, they have heritage numbers. On the referee? Yeah. I uh, no, I haven't noticed. Yeah, that. they have heritage numbers on. Oh, there. All right, okay. And, you know, it must be it must be the Super League debut or something That's like that. That's quite nice. And Jack Smith refereed this one, didn't he? Mm. He's number 40. <laughs> <laughs> so did it say 040 or did it say Just 40? says 40, yeah. All oh, right. The funny bit said 040, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 40. But it's a nice touch, actually. It is a I really good that's, that's nice, great. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was number 40. <laughs> that's really rubbing it yeah, in. Even the referee is rubbing it in. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, 
before the game, Tony Smith said that um, they asked him how far behind Hull FC were. Mm. And he said, well, well, they said, because somebody said, are you two years behind Hull Car? And he went, well, no, two weeks. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I think he changed his mind after, because I think he told them to cancel their Easter plans because they were training. Yeah. By all accounts. Yeah. No eggs for Hull FC this, this year. No. No. Put that chocolate egg down, Chris Satai. He training. <laughs> To be fair, I think he's he's one of the only ones I'd have from all at the bit. Satai. Yeah. What's what's wrong with him? I don't know. What's wrong with seriously? I, I don't know. Yeah. Some some deep rooted problems there, isn't there? Because Tony Smith, it's, it's I find it hard to believe that they're sort of not getting on with him or there's there's problems coming from him. Well, every every player that you see interviewed always says that he's the best coach they've ever worked for. There's a lot of players say that. You know, I remember when Warrington were, were winning a couple of Challenge Cups and things and mm. they used to interview Lee Breers and, and he was saying the same. Leeds players said the same thing when he was there at yeah. the time. That, yeah. um, you know, they all they all, say, all the players seem to want to, I was going to say run through brick walls, but these lot don't. These No, these really don't. There's, I don't, I don't. I'm not really sure what's causing them, no. causing these problems, but um, the the. Then definitely more than two weeks behind Ulcare. Yeah, we need to uh, urgently over the next couple of weeks get our whole correspondent on, don't we? And uh, yes, get uh, and uh, get the view from inside the, the city. I think, don't we? Yeah, that would be uh, an interesting uh, segment. Yeah, um, Ulcare though. We we'd sort of touched on it last week, last couple of weeks. Jordan Abdul and his form, and he, you know his kicks, boots that he have. He has in in his uh, arsenal just uh, menacing, especially them them sort of spiral bombs. They they sort of Nathan Cleary like bombs. Mm. We I know we've talked about like the bottom end of the playoffs, so to speak, and the amount of teams that could be involved in that come mm. the end of the season. At the minute, would you say that Hulkar is shooing for the top six? Uh, yeah, probably. At the minute, yeah, just because of. To be honest, I think before the season started, I think I had him like set third or second bottom mm. in the league. They've, they, I'm, they've really, really surprised me. Um, but with without the rest of the leagues going at the minute, I, I would say that yes. You know, you look at St. Ellen's and and Leeds. They're sort of you don't know whether they're going to win or not at the minute. Mm. Um, Huddersfield as well. It, it's not an opinion that gets thrown around that much, I don't think. And people talk about Salford all the time, don't they? And, oh, how entertaining Salford are and, mm. you know, this, that and the other. And they're looked as the, the new bright sparks of the way they play. Hulk mm. are, are a great watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Out of all the teams in the league, I think... If you had a choice to sit down as a neutral or whatever and watch anybody, mm. I think I'd watch Hulk Hare. Fair enough. No, they are they are really good to watch at the minute. Particularly with the halfback pairing they've got and things like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mikey Lewis is a really nice watch. Mm. So I think, you know, with that, and I like watching Abdul, I just think you, you don't quite know what he's, he's going to do. Mm. You know, he's a, he's a very... Um, I, I find him very sort of um, Danny Bruff-like. Okay. In the way that, like, his kicking game and things like that, it's very sort of like, 
it looks very ad hoc, but it's obviously not. Mm. But it looks like it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And then we moved from Friday afternoon to... Uh, sorry, from Friday lunchtime to Friday afternoon, didn't we? Yes. Wigan 14, St. Helens 6. I didn't think it was um, the greatest game I've ever seen. It was a decent watch, but I don't know. It just it felt slightly different for some reason. Felt like, and, and it was an interesting one because um, they've got this uh, this new initiative, haven't they, on Sky now, where they are interviewing the assistant coaches either side of half time. Oh God! Yeah, this winds me up. Really does bug in, me. In that. the fact that it wouldn't happen in football and things like that. Yeah. Can you imagine some of the managers? Not <laughs> even in, in, in football, but in... Uh, you imagine them trying to do it to, like, Craig Bellamy or something? Yeah. Yeah, it, it Usually they've got it on in the changing room, haven't they, and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd definitely be having somebody waiting behind for the start of the second half. <laughs> 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 to see what they said after half-time. Then yeah. I'd come out and, like, squeal to my bench and say, like, you'll never guess what he's just said, you know, like that. <laughs> Get you later, squealer. Isn't it? <laughs> They're always interviewing like Gareth Ellis on the touchline and stuff yeah. in the dugout. And that. <laughs> yeah, they, they had Andy Last on on Thursday because yeah. he was stood by the the, the dugout by the tunnel, yeah. so they chucked him on. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this anyway this week uh, they had uh, what's it say Lauren uh, Fre- Fresenew. Fres- I, yeah, I don't. I never know how to say it. That's why I let you say it. Right, Fresenew. So they had they had him on, and he said after half time that they were looking to keep going set to set mm. with Wigan. Well, that's a bit odd because and they're eight they're nil down. Eight nil down. Yeah, we're going to go set to set. Right, you need to do a bit more than that, mate. Otherwise, you're going to lose eight nil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we've said it sort of all season that, the, the, you know, Saints' attack hasn't looked very good and they made three or four clean breaks and every single one of them was bond. Terrible decisions. Really sort of panicky decision-making, but, you know, credit to the Wigan outfit who really scrambled back and put them under that pressure to, yeah. to yeah. make Far- them Farrell panic. got on the, the end of one, then he knocked it back. Yeah. Uh, and then Morgan Knowles broke through towards the end and just seemed... And just, just he wasn't even to, looking where he was passing. I think he passed it to Shorrocks, didn't he? Yeah. Who was a revelation at, at, at standoff. He was man of the match by a mile, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it was um, an odd one um, with the amount of breaks they made and, you know, Tommy Makinson trying to take Bevan French on the outside and ends up in touch. Lomax throws... Pretty much straight to Farrell, Morgan Knowles, straight to Shorrocks. Yeah. So they bombed three or four chances. Morgan mm. Knowles should score in the corner. I'm not quite sure how he's dropped it, to yeah. be honest. And, and I get what you're saying. You say all that, yeah. But did they really ever look like winning? No, else? not really. I thought they got battered for 65, 70 I, minutes. I, I, you said about all those breaks. I actually thought that Wigan smothered them, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. And I thought they were they were more than deserved looked, winners. I thought they looked well, way more up for it, and they looked like they had tons more energy. Mm. I, I I agree. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't think Saints started playing until about the sixty minute mark. No, 
and then they had a they had a massive ten minutes where they scored, mm-hmm. which to me all all came from an eighteen year old coming off the bench in Delaney, mm. and then Knowles I was convinced had scored until it showed the very last replay. I know yeah, he dropped it was it in the corner, the last angle. Yeah, now it, there's what ten minutes to go there, and that's fourteen mm, yeah. ten, maybe fourteen twelve. Mm. Saints. Saints, if, if Morgan think, Knowles scores in the corner, I think Saints probably win now because Wigan were unraveling a little mm. bit at mm. that moment in time. But and then, and then the game petered out after the the injuries. A lengthy, lengthy stoppage. The ten yes. minute stoppage. Metality, wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Another. Um, yeah, absolutely. Another concussion. Doesn't have a lot of luck with the concussions, him, does he? No, he came flying in, didn't he? Absolutely conked himself out and got a two hundred and fifty pound fine for his troubles. He's either, <laughs> he's either suspended or injured or concussed. Yeah, yeah, he's not had much luck this season. Some of it through his own doing. Yeah, a lot of it. Well, a lot of it through his own doing. But there's a, there's a couple of other things I want to pick up on on this if I can while we're on this game. Um, Mike uh, Cooper is out for. I think they said six to nine months, was it? Nine to 12. Nine to 12, was it, sorry. Mm. Um, and that that was the result of a Morgan Knowles tackle. Yeah. Thoughts? Drop. I, yeah, I don't think there's any defending it, really. Um, I have, I watched it a few, I couldn't make my mind up on it. I couldn't make sure, I couldn't make my mind up whether the sort of momentum from it come from Cooper trying to turn around and look for an offload and then that sort of forced him down or whether it was him grabbing over the top of his shoulder and bring it down bring him down and hip drop him but it's not the first time we've there's a, there's a couple of clips going round of uh, I think it was from last year or the year before uh, when Saints were playing Uddersfield and it's pretty much the exact same technique that he's used He's been we we record it's Tuesday as we speak now. Yeah, has he been? Is he been, he's up before discipline? Yeah, tonight he's got a tribunal. That tonight or could be right. Okay, talk to me then about Morgan Knowles because to me he seems to be he, he he seems to have become some sort of like um pumped up sort of villain. Mm. Yeah, I think he's everyone sort. He, he, I think he believes he's. he's some sort of Super League hitman, doesn't he? Yeah. He just tries and to hammer everyone. We don't seem to learn. No, I think... Um, Matautia doesn't learn. No. Sirenen doesn't learn. Saw, saw before, um, and I can't remember who, who tweeted it, so I apologise, but somebody put up that he'd been... Morgan Knowles had been cited 44 times since 2018, I think 44? Yeah. Wow. Since 2018. So basically in four years, really. Yeah. Because we're only just starting this season. Mm. Four years. It's like 11 times a season. Wow. Didn't realise that, did you? No. No, it's a lot, that, isn't it? That's horrendous, really. The only one from Saints that I asked think learnt a lot in that respect, I can think Matty Lees used to be like that when he first broke on into Super League. Yeah. He'd always come in and try and bang people at 100 miles an hour. Mm. And he seems to have learnt now. But Knowles doesn't seem to have learnt at all. No, it's not going uh, so good at St. Helens at the minute. No, and do you want to know the next run of fixtures for St. Helens? Go on. Okay, so the next run of fixtures, Hull Care away. Mm-hmm. You, you, I want you to tell me whether these are wins or losses. <laughs> right. All right. Hull Care away. Loss. Warrington at home. Loss. Catalans away. 
Win. Salford at home. Win. Leeds Rhinos away. Oh, that's a tough one. Because Leeds are a funny team at the minute. Win. Giants at home. Win. Wigan at home. <sighs> Loss. That's a tough that, that's seven a games. Very, very the tough next seven, seven games. games are... Oh, then they've got Hull FC at home, I think. Hull FC away. <laughs> well, even if they lose seven in a row there, they've got, you know, won't be eight. No. So every cloud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a that's a tough, tough run coming up, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they've been at the top for so long, it's hard to keep replicating that, in it? And eventually it was going to happen where they, they sort of peter out and, and teams start taking them over. That's just how sport is. But... It's just what... Quickly. It's strange how quickly it's gone from beating the Panthers and winning the World Cup Challenge to losing to Lee and... Um, who did they lose back-to-back? Back? Oh, Leeds won it, yeah. so... To me, very simply, it looks like there's no pace and no hunger. No, there isn't any pace. There's no pace whatsoever, and that's and the hunger thing, it, it all sort of ties together because they've not brought anybody in mm. of any note anyway. No. So they've not brought any. So the you know you get complacency for for positions because they think oh well, I'm gonna go. No one's no one's pushing yeah. me. On on the flip side of that, Wigan must be um, really pleased because they were they were without field as well. They'll they'll be ecstatic with that. You know the I don't think they're brilliant this year either. To be honest, I think the pack is very light and it's even lighter now that Cooper's out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they've got a lot of pace. Um, I think the for me the packs are touched light, mm. yeah. But you know they'll be wanting to to knock St Helens off that perch and and you know they've Absolutely. made good steps, yeah, early on, yeah. And then we went on to Saturday, Lee twenty, Salford twenty two. Yeah, quite um, looked like a decent game. Little, little sound. I think it's sounds a little bit closer than it was. I think Salford were. Pretty much in control. Yeah, got a, got a game, and, and they got a they got a, a late try to yeah. Lee, which which made it look closer. Yeah, um, what I do there was I don't know that you've you've seen. Did you see any of this game? Not really. Did you see Josh Charnley's finish? The second one. Yeah, where he he his foot's on in touch. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I couldn't. I I, I didn't think that was a try. Right. Or or is it because it. <laughs> I don't know. He's got his first. He's he's got his first touch back in play, mm. and then he's his foot's off the ground. So therefore, I think he's back in play. Yeah, it it's very strange, isn't it? Because if that was like a kick, mm. that was from a kick, and he yeah. jumped from outside yeah. in. Yeah, well, he's in touch, isn't he? Yes, but so he's got himself back in before he's dived. So it was a bit confusing. But, I think I, what. What I was going to say was I didn't think it was a try, but then after sort of saying what we just said about, like, we sort of got himself back in, I think eventually I taught myself into thinking it was a try. try. I've taught myself into it it was a try for the simple reason that, like, if, well, it was a try, but you know what I mean. If it was a try, I think that's one of the best finishes I've ever seen by a winger in rugby league. Okay. I think it's fantastic. I think his presence of mind to go from in to out back in 
and then direct, to get himself mm. back, the presence of mind in that split second to get himself back in the field of play and still get to the ball to put it down. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the best finishes I've ever I've ever seen. It's not your normal. I mean, we get used to these wingers flying finishes now, don't we? Yeah. I mean, they're brilliant. Don't get me wrong, but actually, you see them every week. Mm. Not in rugby union because they had that thing the other week, didn't well, they? Well, if he did you know? that in rugby union, you wouldn't hear, you wouldn't hear uh, the last of it, would you? No, there was one in the Six Nations, weren't they? Where that is the greatest flying finish I've ever seen. Yeah. What since the Channel Four game at twelve o'clock? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you know. Yeah. Yeah, but, they, they wouldn't stop talking about that no, if it was rugby union. But, but as a finish, as a presence of mind, as a what do I do here? And I've and I've done it, and I've and I've executed it. Brilliant. Because mm. the other the other finish that I always think of well, that was in the NRL. Do you remember that one where they, they kicked it cross field and he sort of catches it behind his back? Oh, is bounce. it the Titans? Yeah. Yes. Um, and it, amazing. That to me, that that what Charlie did at weekend there was on a par with that. I mean, he's a good player, and he's always been a good winger. And he looks like he's enjoying it a lot more again as well. Yeah, I think he had a bit of a rough time at Warrington towards the yeah. end, didn't he? But yeah, they, well, they dropped him, and then they sent him out on. Didn't they send him out on dual registered somewhere? Or and they could have done like that. I yeah. remember off the top of my head, but it sounds familiar. Yeah, or it could have even been Lee actually, because they were mm. they were in Super League. Well, he was getting it? death threats and everything, wasn't he? Yeah, come on, from idiots. Who were about yeah. twelve throwing bottles? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, ridiculous. But I thought, what a what a finish! But Salford sneaking over the line. I don't think they've done anything spectacular as yet. Salford. No, they play some nice attacking stuff. But like you say, defensively, it's always it, you it's know you said it every in, week. In particular, you you've said it. It's you know it's a real frailty isn't it I think these two teams we say the same thing about them every week mm. Lee try hard but then come out on, on the wrong end of the scoreline mm. and Warrington well they have defensive frailties but they attack well Yeah, and th- in this game it's probably a good match up for both of those really yeah yeah I think like you say though I think Salford were always in control of it and yeah. a, a late try to from Lee yeah. Seemed, yeah. made it seem closer but yeah uh, Catalans 14, Warrington 20. Ah, yes. The old rivalry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 18 years of history. Mm. Yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. A bit miffed, wouldn't you, if you were worried? If well, you're it, does, it go, does he go by wrench on... Uh... On, yes. on Twitter. Yeah. Was it him that said, could, could you pose the question, what's the best, what's the best thing, thing about the... You leading know, up, yeah. Yeah, and he was like travelling to France apparently. For our, yeah. Yeah. Was it him that said it? Yeah. yeah see, it last year, see, last year was a bit easy, wasn't it? Because Toulouse were in. Yeah. So Catalans had Toulouse, didn't they? Yeah. Um, uh, Warrington have never had witness for years, have they? No. But um, is a shame, really. It is a shame, really, but that's another story, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but... Again, we talked last week about Matt Dufty's pace, and again, he showed it this week, didn't Umf he? went, didn't he? 90, 90 yards. Yeah. Yeah, shot out. Uh, biggest test for Warrington so far, and, and come through it in the end. Um, Hell of a game. It was. It was. And, uh, and, and if we'd have been talking about Catalan's 20, Warrington 14, you wouldn't have been saying anything different about the game, to be honest, because no. it could have. This really, weren't, this really was one that could go either way. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> 
Catalan's still surprising me. I still don't think they're very good, but they just seem to keep winning. Mm. Straight, you know, maybe it's just me, but um, there was it was it Adam Kieran got a penalty try. Yeah, Ben Curry took him off the ball, um, and the Tom Johnston interception, which led to the Dudson red card, which yeah. was the big talking point in the game. Yeah, should never have happened anyway, really. I don't know how they've bombed that chance. Ratchford goes through. I can't remember who he's got in support with him, but all Ratchford has to do is is go himself. Yeah. Because Johnston's, I think for me, it was quite obvious he was going for the interception. Yeah. yeah. If he'd have just carried on running, he'd have, he'd have gone in. What did um, what did you make of Ben Flowers' red card? <laughs> I didn't think it was uh, quite as bad as that, but it's still the same sort of uh, scenario, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened, though. He should have scored that try. Yeah. But anyway. He's got to be looking at a lengthy band, though, I don't know why see, it even well, come about. Did you see his face when he was walking off, yeah, though? Yeah, laughing his head off and, like, sticking his tongue out at does, Cameron. Does that stuff. not make it worse? Yeah, it's, it's just, like, I'd no adding, remorse. I'd be adding three matches on for that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Lack of remorse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't even know what no. brought it on. Honestly, he's got about as much remorse as Jeremy Bamber. <laughs> <laughs> Innocent. Um, um, <laughs> Honestly. I mean, um, no question in the red, is there? It's just how, how long he'll get. How long do you think he'll get? Eight? Yeah. If Yeah, I think so. Mm. But perfect eight from eight? Yeah. Yeah, uh, got a couple more uh, tricky, tricky tests coming up, didn't they play? Play Wigan this week. That'd be a good game, wouldn't it? St. Ellen's the week after, which again, usually a really good game. I'll tell you what, if they're on 10 from 10 from that. They look miles ahead of everybody. Yeah. They really do. I know we say it's their year, or we joke that it's their year every year, but at the minute, it, it it's theirs to lose, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And unlike Saints, they've got no problem scoring points. No. So, yeah. And then last... Game, which was really weird game, this one, I thought. Leeds 18, Huddersfield 17. Yeah, Leeds are just... They seem to just give teams like a 12, 14-point start and then go, right, well, we'll just come back now. Yeah. So so on this one, right, <clears throat> they're 12-0 down. Huddersfield go 12-0 up. Yeah. Yeah. And then they bombed another try. Yeah. And then there's a high tackle. On the line, I think it's on McGilvery. The one that gets Simbin for? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that not a penalty try? I know you can't have both. You either It's either a penalty and a Simbin, mm. or a penalty. But he's knocked him over by his ears, and he's and he's ended up, because he's knocked him, he's fell about a yard short of the line. Mm. I thought he, it was a harsh Simbin, didn't he? But I think he scores, though. Yeah. I think, I think it's scores. a penalty try. Uh, and why you can't right. have both, I've no idea. No, I don't know, no. It's like that double jeopardy thing, isn't it? But, mm. like, but when you look at some of the penalty tries that we've seen this season, mm. in terms of would he have got to the ball on a kick through, yeah. would he have scored, to me that's as clear as any of the others that we've seen that McGilvery would have scored. Mm. It looked like he was trying to steal the ball, didn't he, Myler? Why did he have his mouth? 
No, but just the way that his hands were going. He looked yeah. like he was trying to get at the ball and, and with, yeah. got him in the face. Yeah. Um. Uh, but if it, but yeah, I, I, I mean, you'd rather have a penalty try, wouldn't you, than a sim bin in? Of course you would. Of course you would. And I, and I definitely think it would have been. And at that point, it's that's 18-0. Yeah. Yeah. So, are they coming back from that, you know? Probably not. A couple of things on this, though, right? So, why has Reese Martin swapped his boots for Alibaba shoes? <laughs> right. Because he was by far the best goal kicker in the league. <laughs> right. Now he don't seem to be able to get one from anywhere. No. Right? So, what's happened there? I know. Right? So, he's he's definitely got Alibaba slippers on instead of his boots. Okay. Right? The last try... That McQueen scores. Yes. Is he not? I'm like, how's he missed that? Well, I don't know. I've got that down. I, I don't know how he's uh, how he's missed that. Because that goes 19-18 then. Well, they win the game if you get that, doesn't yeah. it? And then they're a point down and Jake Connor dribbles one into touch, winding the clock down. <clears throat> I think Ian Watson said, yeah, we just thought we were winning, so he's trying to run the clock down. He missed the goal, so I was like, "We're not winning." I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, he, I don't know how he's how he thinks that when he's goal kicking. Even if he's not goal kicking, you know what score it is. There's a big scoreboard, and the way they were attacking towards the scoreboard. No, I think um, I think they were going towards the 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 main leads, not the main lead stand, but the one the lead the, the big end. stand, not the open area. Yeah. He's got to then leg it back to stand under the sticks where you would stand as a fullback to receive the kickoff. And then go, oh, The look. scoreboard's there as he's running back. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Is it? What do you mean you forgot the score? I'm not having that. No, I'm not either. I just don't understand what's happened there. I don't. Anyway, there you go. So, anyway, so Leeds win again. And, and more importantly than that, I think, Huddersfield come out another of another game that they've lost by one or two points mm. seems they're so seems close to, to sort of getting it all you know together seems to happen every week I know they're, they're, I think they're a good outfit I think they look a good team but I don't know uh, to be honest I'm not convinced with Ian Watson no they did it They did it at Saints they did it at home to Wigan they've done it again now mm. I mean six points there yeah yeah um. Yeah, they're they're so close to getting it together. Mm. But oh, well, there you go. Mm. It's Bobby stats of the week. He's making it up as he goes and not. No, I'm not. Yes, he, he's back. He's on the phone. Uh, COVID can't stop this boy. Uh, he's on the line now. Bobby, how are you? Hello. <laughs> are we there for more made-up stats this week? They're not made up at all. You know they're not. They were last week. No, I made, a, I made an error in my counting. Well... With this full of frank apology and this uh, very ugly hole that you're going to dig yourself out of. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, how many stats this week? 
Uh, we've got six this week. Okay, and how many that aren't made up? <laughs> uh, two. Okay, right. let's go then. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're kicking things off in Australia this week. And uh, Hamiso Tibau Fidal, or the Hammer, has become only the second player in NRL history to score in the first six games of the season. Only Semi Radradra has done better with seven tries in seven games. Mm-hmm. Very good. I like that one. Yeah. You got Rugby so Union. Red Rada. Mm. You got uh, Coventry or something. Yes. <laughs> Coventry. No, didn't he play, didn't he play yeah, for he Coventry Bears? Try to look him up while he's doing the next stat. What an ass. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, stat number two is uh, Wigan's Good Friday win was the first over St. Helens on Good Friday in six years. Six years? Yeah, six years, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It's Bri- and it's Bristol Bears. Oh. That Red Rider plays for. Oh, that's half, right? Okay. Yeah, you were. You okay. were. Uh, stat number three is... Um, Super League had a record-breaking attendance this weekend as we saw 83,357 fans attending across all the games this weekend. That's Mm. good. Well, even better when you think what we've talked about before we mentioned about all being televised. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. Does it not show that that actually hasn't put people off going? No. Uh, Well, I mean, I think attendances on the whole this season have been a real plus. Yeah, I, I think they've, they've they've been all right this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stat number four: uh, Ryan Hall uh, has become the 18th player to score a hat trick in a Hull derby. How many? Uh, 18th player. Oh, only right. eight. Only only uh, only 18 players, including himself, scored a hat trick. Right, right, right. Man, I've got to play him again yet. Yeah, that could go up this season. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, stat number five, and we're sticking with the whole Derby for this one. There's a, there's a bit to unpack on this one. Um, it was the first time Hull KR have nilled Hull FC in Super League. Um, the last nilling between the two teams was back in 2014 when Hull FC won 28 nil. Mm. Uh, yeah. in, in total, there have been, uh, Hull FC have failed to score in 15 derbies. Okay. And, uh, the final one on that bit is, it was Hull KR's biggest margin of victory ever over Hull FC. Uh, the it took over their 2007 win when they won 42-6. So the the margin for Hull KR's biggest win now is 40 nil. Mm. Well, very good. Couldn't be coming the uh, the bigger club in Hull at the minute, aren't they? At the minute, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, the trajectory that they're on, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I have one more to wrap it up for you here. Uh, stat number six is uh, Lachlan Wormsley of the Halifax Panthers, uh, after his try this weekend, has now scored 58 tries in 54 games. I watched that last night, that Halifax and Bradford game. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good game. It was a good win for Bradford, that. Um, mm. Did really yeah. well, but I'll tell you what, yeah, I've got some pace. You just give it him on the wing and boom, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. But again, it's like you've said before, Callum, you know, being quick in the championship doesn't necessarily relate to being quick in Super League, does it? I don't think so, no. But uh, no, he did actually no, have some pace. Just give it him and he's just like, you can see the other wingers go, oh no, he's got it. <laughs> like, oh no, what am I going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> No, but it's still a fantastic achievement for him. I mean, I know, like you've said, if you you know, I know Super League and Championship is a big difference, but um, if you if you compare it to probably one of the more famous names in Super League uh, in Leslie Vinacolo, uh, he he scored, he averaged pretty much a game every try, I believe. Uh, but in his first fifty four games for Bradford, he only scored thirty nine tries. Right. But, yeah. I say only, but oh. you know that's still an impressive record, but. Yeah, 58 tries in 54 games for Lachlan Wormsley is a, a massive achievement for him. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Very good. Very good. Well, oh, some good go. ones there. Thank you, yeah. Bobby. I'll be honest, though, this week, like, it, it, it sort of reminded me of that little uh, game, like Two Truths and a Lie, where you say like, three statements, Yeah, and two of them are true and one's a lie. That, would it, I lie to you? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit like that. Like, oh, Is he telling which, the which truth? Which stats are true, which are, you know... Yeah. Accurate. Well, just, just especially when there's, a, especially there's one about a nil in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is, that Achilles is true, heel. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, well, hopefully, hopefully I won't get found out this week. So we're all right. Ah, uh, you more people watching you now. More people on your case now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, well done, Bobby, and we hope you get well soon. Thank you very much. And, uh, uh, I should be back next week. All, all being well. Well, I think we need to put it to the vote, to be honest, that. But uh, but if, if you're available, then... Uh, yeah, I think, like, this is enough for you. Yeah. I, it's not like I couldn't come because I was, like, right, moving. Should we, should we move on now, Callum? Yeah. yeah. yeah right, thanks, thanks Bobby. Right, thank Bye. 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 It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. And we'll jump straight into this. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, the uh, NRL, and we will just uh, very quickly uh, run through some of the scores. Um, So... Obviously, I think this was round six, and it kicked off on uh, Thursday. It was Melbourne Storm 28, the Sydney Roosters 8. That was followed by the Canterbury Bulldogs 16, the South Sydney Rabbitohs 50. Wow. Yeah, a a walloping for... uh, the, The Bulldogs think Latrell Mitchell got a hat trick. Yes, he did. And you know what we always say to that? <laughs> oh, go on. Take that, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, the Dolphins got back to winning ways over the Cowboys. They won 32-22. They're ace, aren't they? I love the Dolphins. I know. The Wayne Bennett effect. Yeah. Um, the Panthers hammered the Sea Eagles 44-12. Uh, the Raiders uh, got a win over top of the league Brisbane Broncos, 20 points to 14. Uh, the Titans won, uh, beat the Dragons, 20 points to 18. Uh, and it was Newcastle Knights 34, New Zealand Warriors 24. And then there was a Monday game this week, and that was the Eels 28, the West Tigers 22. But good news, if you're a Tigers fan, you get a bye this week, which means you get two points. Wakey could do one of them, couldn't they? <laughs> couldn't they? They're, they're praying for a 13-team um, league, aren't <laughs> <Yeah>. they? <laughs> Ooh, it's bye week! <laughs> Everybody wins. Yeah. To be honest, they could have won that. Yeah, and they had a. Um, I think it was 20, 20, 24, 22 or something. Yeah. Uh, or it could have been twenty twenty four twenty maybe. Just on that, that the Tigers. After we mentioned last week about the um, Anzac shirt. Yes. And they've ended up redoing the whole thing, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They apologised and end up putting Australian soldiers on it. After after saying that it was a commemorative shirt and still having Gulf War on it, and then in the end they've redone it, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, and they've, they've, like, re- and they've they've recalled them all and they've not, gone not back on their yeah. Uh, yeah. We checked with these barracks and then yeah. then barracks went didn't ask us. No, you right. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the NRL. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife. That's a spoon. Okay, well, before we go into the prediction league with Bry, uh, we'll give him time to, to uh, finish his uh, uh, dinner with a pie on top. <laughs> um, uh, we had a little we had a little question going on on Twitter this week, last couple of days, and it was uh, name your most underrated player in in Super League. Yes, um, in rugby league, I think was in the rugby question. league. Yes, it was because uh, we've had uh, um, a nomination for John Davis, right? Uh, yeah, from Featherstone. Yeah, so. Um, so we had that. And then I'm going to throw some of the names at you that people have come up with. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can give me a you can give me a one, two, three of what they've of what they've uh, what they've said. OK. All right. So here's some of the names. You can pass comment as and when you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Garcia. Mm, I feel like he's probably about right. About right rated. About right rated. <laughs> Good eight out of ten. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't think he's over or under. About right rated. He's right rated. He's right rated. He's right rated, yeah. <laughs> What's that one say? I can't read it. Grease King. Oh, George King. Grease King. I couldn't read me on, right? George King, not Grease King. Sorry, George. Uh, yeah, probably uh, under. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Liam Farrell. I don't no, think I, I don't, don't think, think he's underrated. No. He? Got a couple cool, he got a few nominations actually, you know. I don't think he's I don't I wouldn't say he was overrated. No. Tyler Dupree. He's right rated. Yeah. Tyler Dupree. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chris Atkin. Uh bearing in mind that he follows us and listens to the pod. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, best player in Super League. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi Chris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh Reese Martin from the Lot Pod. Um I uh I, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah I, I'd go with that. 
more sort of known for his exploits with the boot, I think, rather than what he does on the field as a second rower. Yeah, yeah, Perhaps, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd go with that. Uh, ben Curry. No, I'm not sure he's underrated. Okay, that that was Bri- that was Bry's wife Sam that said that. By the way, so, right? Not yeah. bothering you about that? No, <laughs> sorry, about, about right rated. Sorry, Sam, I did try and stick up for you. <laughs> um, right rated. Uh, James Bell. Um, no, I wouldn't say underrated. I uh, think he just does a job. And okay, yeah. Um, Ash Hanley. Uh, I think I'd go with that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Johnny Lou said, um, judging by Twitter the last few weeks, Jack Wellsby. <laughs> no, I think he's been poor. Uh, yeah. Uh, Frankie Halton. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that one, yeah. Yeah, Greg Eden. Mm, I just don't think he's that good. No. Simon Griggs. Is he still going? Oh, no, was it the other Griggs? Scott. No, yeah, Simon, yeah. Is he still going? Yeah. All right. He's underrated, isn't he? <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe he don't do enough. Uh, uh, Lawler. Uh, where are we up to? George Lawler. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit, yeah. Um, somebody said uh, last season would have been Cam Smith. Should have been in the dream team. Yeah, I'd go with that. I like him a lot. Yeah. Who's your favourite Cameron Smith? <laughs> this one, the Australian hooker or the Australian golfer? Uh Probably the Australian golfer. Yeah. Okay. Just, cool. just just like they've got their own little club, aren't they, Cameron Smith? Australian hooker Cam Smith. He's a bit boring, isn't he? He's a bit, do you know what I mean? He's a bit yeah. teacherish. Well, that's what that advert, remember that advert for Origin where that little kid goes, he looks like a math teacher. Yeah. And yeah. I listened to that Captain's when he does with that Den and Kem. Well, he's not, just a bit. It's not like this, is it? Nah. Nah. Uh, Stefan Ratchford. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I'd agree with that. Okay. Um, Kane Lynette. Um, he's a good player. I don't know if I'd say he's underrated. Okay. Um, Arthur Mogg. Again, I don't think he's underrated. Um, we had a nomination for James Roby. <laughs> okay. And the fact that he'd only won one Man of Steel in, in 2007. Well, and it, that it's a criminal that he's only won one. In fairness, right, he's only won one. And that. Yeah, Trent Barrett should have probably won it. Yeah. So there you go. Um, a couple of the others. Uh, Tom Andrews suggested Ryan Hall uh, because there isn't as, there isn't enough love in the world that could be more love for Ryan Hall. Okay. Um, uh, Steve Mack, who's ca- uh, cast shirts, yeah. uh, said Jake Connor and then tweeted again to go, sorry, I slightly misread the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Brandon Dawson uh, nominated uh, Darrell McIntosh uh, to say that he's actually under, he, he's that underrated that people forget how rubbish he is. Right. <laughs> and um, uh, Norm Deplume was a little bit naughty and suggested Tex Hoy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we did have one. We did have one more nomination, and that was you. Me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I, I that, agree. that was from Rob. Rob Wood yeah. suggested you. Nice one, Rob. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, is that going in at the top of your list? Yeah. Then? Rob knows talent when he sees it. <laughs> yeah. So, Always like Rob. Any <laughs> any thoughts? Any any thoughts on that? Yeah. I, I really like um, Tyler Dupree from Salford. He's really impressed me every time I've, I've seen him um, this season. I think. Um, I had one myself, and I forgot who it was now. 
which is not very good. I'm gonna go. Oh, up. Abdul. We've mentioned Abdul. Yeah, I think that's he's. True. I think he's a bit underrated. I think you're right. In in the list of scrum halves. Mm. Uh, oh, we actually got. We also got nomination for um, Richie Myler as well. No. Okay. But I think you're right about Abdul. Yeah. In in relation to all the scrum halves, he he doesn't get the the limelight. We've mentioned that in the past, haven't we? No, I think it's starting to creep in a little. But mm. yeah. Um, out of those, and I've said to you before, off off air, um. I think Frankie Holton is one that goes yeah, under the radar. Yeah, I think. he is. He does a lot of work. I think so, He reminds yeah. me a bit of sort of... Um, he come, did he come from Featherstone originally? I think. Yeah, he reminds yeah. me a little bit of sort of like Joe Batchelor. Mm, in yeah. the sort of... Improved a wasn't lot. Wasn't yeah. come through like the Super League Academy. And yeah. He came he from does York, a lot, didn't he? he yeah. He does a lot of work. Yeah. And I know Joe Batchelor <laughs> ended up with an England place for <laughs> the World Cup, but it, just that sort of... D- does show that there's a lot of talent in the championship on clubs that are willing to find well, the, the right one. Talent come from a championship. So club. it just shows that there is a lot of talent. Yeah, there. especially in the forwards. Yeah, especially in the forwards. Yeah, um, backs. It's a little bit different. You have to be a little bit quicker and stuff, don't you? Which is yeah. always a little bit trickier. And, and forwards have probably got a little bit more time to settle in and make a name for themselves. And yeah, you know. Yeah, mid twenties before they burst in, if you like. Yeah. You know, Alex Walmsley, another one. I know we're going back a bit there, but, but yeah, he's like one of the best, or has been one of the best props in the world for the last few years. Yeah, so interesting one. Yeah, definitely. But um, you know what's coming next then? If we've done underrated, don't you? You'll probably get abuse for like player. Yeah. Oh, we might think of something else then. Yeah. All right. Nah, well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, All but right. yeah, no, R- Rob. I think Rob gave the best answer there. <laughs> what you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, definitely. There we go then. Yep. Move forward, podcast prediction league with six again. Yes, to see us out of. This week's show, um, it's Brian from Six Again. Brian, how are you, mate? No, no, boys. How are we? Very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. What a weekend at Rugby League. Yes, Rivals Round. Uh, Was a good one. So, how did we get out of the predictions league go, bro? Uh, It was all right for some. Really good for others. Um, We had... Five spots on this week. Um, we had one for Wigan for Gary, one for Huddersfield for Cowbell, one for St. Helens for Steve Orford. And as much as we all laughed and cheered, Lou got two, and one was for the Sulphur by two. I know, amazing. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Absolutely. Fantastic. The, um, the only person sorry? disappointed with that was Jordan because he thought he was in some sort of exclusive club, didn't he, of having two right? <laughs> No, Jordan thought he was an exclusive club of having two right, but getting them all correct as well. All oh, right, okay, yeah, he's made it, uh, yeah, he's made it up, yeah. and the most teams and all, yeah, yeah but, but well, not well, happening. But well done, Louise. Well yeah, done, we Louise. had we had four um, in the high twenties who got the high twenties. Uh, Louise was one; she got twenty five for Salford, went up the table quite a lot. As did Huddersfield and Wigan, who are now fourth and fifth respectively. They both got 27. And Castleford, Alison from Castleford, she also got 27. Didn't get any spots on, but was that consistent through the week? Yeah. Well, that, that's, you know, that's really good, that. Yeah, very good. So, yeah, um, 
not much has changed other than myself and Callum dropping in the table. Yep. Cheers, bro. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, I have gone above you as well, Cal, by a point now. Yeah, all yeah. right, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, we've got a nice tweet this week about the Prediction League as well uh, from uh, Eric Esquirrel uh, from uh, Catalans, <laughs> who said, Toujours un placer de voir le nom de Saints associé au bas du tableau. Do you want me to translate that into Pinganese? Yes, please. Yeah, basically, it's happy to see St. Helens near the bottom of the league. That's right, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, there you go. Sounds like jealousy to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Right, Fantastic. right. What, what have we got this week? You'll notice, by the way, we're one down as well. Uh, Bobby's got COVID, so we're just... Uh, me, me and Callum, we'll give his, uh, we'll give his scores out. Oh, is you got COVID or is you being kicked out of the bodyguard for singing too loud? <laughs> yeah, my yeah, you heard him sing. That's my point. <laughs> well, this week, lads, we have uh, a few people back. Um, for Castle, we've got Roy. Catalan, we've got Victoria. Huddersfield, we've got Nathaniel. Hull FC, we've got Outlawed with the league. For KR, we've got Joseph. For Leeds, we've got Eddie from Lot 17A. For Lee, we've got the Lathers. Salford, we've got Phil. For St. Helens, we've got David. Wakefield, down at Bellevue. Oh, it's always going to be fun with him, Mark, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Waddington, a loose wire. Wigan, we've got Johnny. And for the insiders this week, we have Leeds wheelchair player Ewan Clibbins because there's a Super League wheelchair event going on um, in Birmingham in Birmingham University this weekend where all three Super League games again played one after the other and they're all live on the Sportsman too Excellent uh, Welcome Brilliant. as usual to Ewan Yep Okay Right Where do we start then Bri? This week Thursday 8 o'clock it's on Sky it's Salford v Castleford um, Yeah I think Salford uh... <clears throat> Looking like favourites, aren't they? No, Cass has sort of had a decent-ish win against Wakefield, but um, I'm going to say Salford by 10. Okay. I've gone Salford by 16, and Bobby has gone... Oh, yes, he's gone Salford by 14. Okay. I've also gone Salford by 14. Okay. Um, Only one has gone for Castleford this week, and that's Roy for Castleford. You've gone Castleford by two. Okay. Um, Phil, our Salford fan, has gone Salford by 10 also. And there are now, including yourself, Callum, six of you who have Salford by 10. Oh, what's that one be? The one I get the seven point. <laughs> Don't get one for weeks. It'll be that one. Oh, well. <laughs> Unbelievable. That was like when um, there was like, uh, the, the one week, there was like a lottery. The lottery yeah. in some, there was about... 300 people won the lottery and they all got about a pound each or something like that. It was like, <laughs> they all thought they were millionaires overnight and instead they got about they got they got about 10 grand each. It's like that. Uh, yeah. Only you won't get 10 grand. No, I'll just get seven points. Exactly, which is worth more. Probably 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> right, Brian, where next? First of four games on Friday. Um, Huddersfield v Catalan. At quarter to eight UK time, it's after a Huddersfield v Leeds women's game. If anyone's interested in going to that, okay. Um, 
You said before, Callum, didn't you, that Huddersfield weren't far off getting it right. Yeah. Uh, will they get it right this week? I'm going to say they will, and I'm going to go Huddersfield by six. <clears throat> I, I don't think they will this week. I'm going to say Catalan by eight. And Bobby? Oh, yeah. Uh, Catalan four. I've gone Huddersfield by eight. I think if they get a little bit further there than they did on Sunday, they might be able to stick it out if they have another epic fail. Mm. Which which I said in our review, Bri, that they should have had a penalty try and gone 18-0 up. Yeah, possibly. Um, also, there's an argument about um, is it Cam Smith being offside because mm. they only checked the left hand side. Mm. Um, but when you've got when you've got plays where they're trying to play, um, like they did near the end of the game and kicking it out when they thought they were a point ahead instead of a point down and <laughs> going for the drop goal. Yeah, we when did. they were in better places, the game management was poor. Yeah, really poor. Well, um, it's better this week because I've tipped him. So next game. <laughs> yeah, but before we do, um, there's only one person who's gone for either side in double figures. Okay. Everyone else is either a four, a six, or an eight. Except St. Helens have gone Catalan by seven. Okay. Lee have gone Huddersfield by seven. Right. But okay. I say it's quite even this week. Mm. Uh, next up, Friday, eight o'clock. Hull KR for St. Helens. This is really tough. I think. Um, <clears throat> I just, I don't feel like Saints are going to get it back this week with the, the you know, Matautia and um, Knowles, are gonna be missing, Knowles will be missing, yeah. They've already. They're still missing Bachelor, and Warmsley won't be back. Ulkayara, it'll be bouncing off that win. I'm going to say Ulkayara by eight. No, ten. Sorry, ten. Okay, and Bobby. Uh, Bobby has said Saints by six. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Saints are going to bounce back. Uh, I'm going Saints 14. Okay. I've gone Saints by 8. And this was a toss of a coin for me, this one. Did we just say Saints by, because I know you've gone all KR, but do we just think that it's going to be Saints because it's Saints? Like Warrington last season. Yeah, or Leeds. Mm. When, when they're, is it just because, well, they've got to get it right at some point, they're going to keep... Mm. Not they're for not, me. They're not, they're not in the same boat as those as those teams were. No, but no. For no. me, I think it's it's more of a case of will this be after the Lord Mayor's show? Mm. I, think, I think that's um, what I'm going with. And Saints having to bounce back after the Derby defeat. That's why. I'm yeah, that, that's where that, that's where my head is. The good thing, uh, good thing for Hull KR for me was that Abdul was amazing against Leeds, and people. Could have been saying it was due to the weather and the slippy ball. Well, then he proved them all wrong because he done it again on Friday. So 
he shows that he's got it in his locker no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's just the, I, I just do think for me it's some it's it's one of them where both one team's on a high, but the other team it's not last chance saloon, but with the games coming up, they need a reaction. Yeah. They need a reaction. Okay. Um, we've got a bit of a mixed bag with this one. Um, Hull KR, Joseph's gone Hull KR by six. St. Helens, David, gone St. Helens by six. We do have a Hull KR by one. Oh. And that's from Ewan for the insiders. Okay. Uh, next game, Leeds v um, Hull FC on Friday at eight o'clock. Turnstiles, and all turnstiles won't be open because Texley won't be playing. Mm. <laughs> Uh, you can only see this one way, can't you, as, as things have been going. Um, I just don't know where Hull FC are at at the minute. So uh, I, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say uh, Leeds by 20. Uh, yeah, same, same as you really, Andy. I'm going to say Leeds by 18. And Bobby has gone Leeds 12. And I've gone Leeds by 16. Um, we only have two who've gone for Hull FC. Um, Waddington um, and Luce Wire have gone Hull FC by two. And Outlawed Rugby League Hull, for Hull FC, Hull FC by one. Okay. But then every other number from eight up to 28 is pretty much covered for Leeds. Okay. Um, last game on Friday is... Warrington v Wigan, which is also at eight o'clock and is on Sky. Another tough one, you know, uh, similar sort of thing to Tool Kaya. Wigan will be bouncing off the Derby win, but now with the, it'd still be without Field and uh, now they're without Cooper. I've already gone on about how I think that their pack is uh, a bit lightweight, whereas Warrington's on the other hand is, is looking pretty formidable. Uh, I'm going to say Warrington by eight. Uh, yeah, I think similar, and I'm going to go Warrington 12. <clears throat> and Bobby? Uh, has gone Warrington 10. I've gone Wigan by six. Okay. Um, I just think that there'll be... Uh, I think Warrington might, after, especially after winning with 12 men, mm-hmm. I think they might be on the... On the bounce, and as much as I know they're on the bounce, but as much as they'll be on that bounce, they'll be a bit cocky with it. Yeah. And got if that makes lose. any sense. And they've got to lose at some point as well, haven't they? So well, it's where's Carl's just said about the packs. Well, they've got no Dudson, uh, McKaylee's gone, so they've, they're, they're a bit light. Um, so it's, it's, it's got to be a day, hasn't it? And yeah. this could be it. Um, in this one, we have some strange ones. We've got Wigan by two and a Warrington by two. Huddersfield and Hull FC, respectively. We've got a Warrington by nine from Eddie at Leeds. And we've got a Warrington by one from um, David of St. Helens. And a Wigan by one by Johnny from Wigan. And he actually said that Joe shot a struck goal. <laughs> All right, okay. All right. And last game on Sunday, Wakefield v Lee at three yeah. o'clock. This is it. <laughs> We've spoken about this earlier in the pod. 
This is it. This is the week that Wakefield get the win. Right. Wakefield by four. Okay. Uh, it's not Lee, <laughs> Lee by 14. Lee by 14, and Bobby has gone Lee 16. I've also gone Lee 16, and Andy, you're the only one who thinks that way he's going to win this week. Well, I'm the only one who's picking points up there now, not for that. So take, that um, take that, everybody. <laughs> down at Bellevue has gone Lee by 20. His confidence is getting stronger by the week. Matt's um, let, Matt let, <laughs> let me down. <laughs> I don't think he has. Um, we do have a Lee by 30 as well. Um, but the lowest we've got for Lee is Lee by four, which is actually by Lee themselves. Um, but yeah, you are the only one who's gone for Wakefield. I did see a tweet today because Wakefield are letting kids in for free. Every adult ticket gets a free kids ticket. Yeah, and someone yeah. and someone tweeted, oh, the poor kids, why would you subject them to that? <laughs> so there we go. So that's, that's what I think. Right, okay. Um, well, on that note then... Um, I think that just about wraps us up, doesn't it, for this week? Yeah, you're stunned now, aren't you? I can tell. Not stunned. Stunned by stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, shall we? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm more just... stunned that we don't have a, a similar, uh, uh, the same prediction for any game, Carl. So am I. You haven't been looking to me windows this yeah, week. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I always say mine first, Bri. So all I'll say is you wait to see what I've said. You think you've well, got one point above? You think you're big time now? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's have a look. Oh, Brian, I think we've had a response on Twitter. I don't. Did, did you need to explain something on Twitter to somebody about the point system? Yeah, someone um, asking, getting a bit confused about the points because they've seen the tweet, uh, see me tweet the league, and obviously they haven't got a clue what it's all about. So I explained what it was about. And just for those who don't know, if you get a spot on, you get seven points. If you get within two, you get four points. If you get within ten, you get three points. And if you get correct team, you get two points. And then we tallied them all up well, at the end of the week. That's it. So we just have to trust Bry's math. Yeah. <laughs> you need to trust that I don't have a drink on a Sunday night. That's what it is. <laughs> Why do you think I went up on Monday morning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, uh, thanks again, Bri, and um, thank you to everybody who's uh, participating in the Predictions League this week. Um, but that just about wraps us up for this week, so if you are going watching any games this week, then stay safe and enjoy. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.